I know you see somehow the world will change for me. I I literally can't count down without. I honestly don't like you guys for bringing <laughs> iCarly back into my headspace. Um. <laughs> Love you too. Yeah. I like this back in my headspace, but I also do. It's really weird. Yeah. It's like I hate it, and then, like, we're recording, and I'm like, this is great. And then we stop recording, and I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> it's really, it's a real strange relationship. Yeah. yeah for, for just about an hour a week. Yeah. You know, you're in Nirvana. Yep. And then for the rest of it, you're like, <laughs> what is this hell? Anyways, welcome to episode 120 of the LifeCast. I am your host, Gregory Fernandez, and I am joined by Diana Manassian. Hello. Adam Osmani. Hello. And Pat Bowden. Hello. And uh, yeah, we're just going to fucking do it up Hell this yeah. week. So, you know, it's been about three weeks to a month or whatever. Lots of shit has happened in February. So we're going to talk about all that shit. But first, just to... Loosen up, get things going. We're just going to talk about the shit we've been up to. Adam, what the fuck you've been up to? Uh, the, the game I've been playing most recently is uh, Trials Rising, which Ooh. came out this week, which is the, I want to say, fourth, maybe fifth Trials game yeah. in the series. And this one is, this one this one seems to play it pretty safe. Um, like, the core of Trials is there. A lot of the levels seem, like, fairly unique, but, like, not as out there as Trials Fusion was. So I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a little bit, but there's a lot around this game that's terrible. So <laughs> somebody decided back in Trials Fusion to make Trials multiplayer, and like Trials had a multiplayer mode. Trials Fusion had a multiplayer mode. It was it was very like condensed. Like you, if you didn't want to do it, you didn't have to do it. But in this game, ghosts are always on you and. Various missions will have objectives to beat certain racers. Hmm. So, it's like a constant multiplayer experience with like the exception of some tracks. And there are other tracks where you are literally just racing people. This is like all in like the main story. Like I'm not even clicking on the multiplayer button. That's weird. So, so the ghosts aren't even like pre-programmed ghosts. They're like actual other people. I, I can't tell yet because I played yeah. it when it first came out. I played it like the day it came out. And I couldn't tell if they were fake, because, like, the the ones in the actual races where there are, like, four other characters next to you, those are definitely fake people. But yeah. I can't tell about the ghosts yet, because I'm getting a lot of repeat names, but they look like real usernames, and the other ones do not at all. <laughs> hmm. So I can't, I can't tell if it's just pulling them from the leaderboard or something, or if, like... I'm in like a certain like small group with other people and we all just share our times together because it's it's like through you play and I have zero friends on you play I think I think I have Pat and Nugget when we played for honor that one time <laughs> <laughs> um and I don't think either of you were playing Trials Rising so it has nowhere to pull them from directly and there's also you can't play with your friends right now so there's a multiplayer thing and you can't even choose to play with your friends if you wanted so it's really it's um, really weird. Also, I should I should also mention that this is the first trials game with loot boxes. Oh boy! Yeah. And what's in the loot boxes? <laughs> what's in the loot boxes? Like yeah. bike pieces, emotes, victory stances, 
a whole like y- y- your whole nine yards stickers for your bike yeah. character like you get shoes Some cosmetic stuff everything cosmetic yeah you can't get bikes or anything in there there's only like five bikes in the game and you don't you you have the option to buy them with real money which is super fucked up but you don't have to you can you can buy them with in-game currency as well so do the bikes like a how much do they affect gameplay or do they not? Uh, the two that they have locked behind that, they're just, they're like really out there bikes. Like one of them is really, really tiny and one of them is just a BMX bike. So oh. theoretically not much at all, but I don't know. Maybe if you want to play with the BMX bike, <laughs> you got to <laughs> grind it out. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it really sucks to see it happen to Trials. Because Trials has always been, for the most part, just like a game you fucking buy for twenty bucks and you just play it. And it's and I shall I should also mention there's one there's one more core thing that well there's two more things I want to mention that I hate about it. Um, one of them is so because you constantly have ghosts in your thing at the end of all of your tracks, it will show the time for all four ghosts as real players. And they have various costumes, they have emotes, and the person who wins gets a special emote. And they're all so obnoxious. So if you lose, like 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 the like the really obnoxious one is there's a kazoo song. And the character is literally smacking his ass. <laughs> and a lot of people have a, have the, the premium monkey costume. So more often than not, I lo- I get second in a race. And there's a kazoo song with a giant monkey smacking his ass in front of me. That's what I get for getting second place. <laughs> and that in, seems in like a steep punishment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I already lost. You're going to kick me while I'm I down. already lost. I don't need a monkey smacking his ass in front of me. That's 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 rude. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the final piece of it, it's really weird. This is like the first time it's ever really happened in Trials. But you have these things called, well, not these things. So you have sponsors in this game. And um, huh. you get different deals. And what they'll do is you they will make you replay old tracks and do different objectives, which is super fucked up. So I don't know how many tracks are in this game. I don't know if it's more or less than regular trials, but it is making me go back and play other ones a lot. Like replay hmm. them. And I'm guessing these extra, was it like rules or challenges? Yeah. Do, they, do they not add? too much of the experience no it's like do 20 front flips or something like that like they're all like super blend do it with this bike do it with a little bit of a wheelie like they're like Uh, they've all been super blend beat it under a minute it's like none of them are very interesting they're just like monotonous objectives i i could see that being interesting if it was like uh like say you mix the two and you like have to complete them like say get first place Mm -hmm. And do twenty front flips or some shit. Yeah, like, I mean, it, so 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 you'd have to like go out of your way to you know be quick and still complete the the, the side objective. I could see that being kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, like granted, I'm still on like the medium challenges, and yeah. I haven't like I haven't unlocked any of the hard ones yet or anything like that. So granted, they could become that, but right now they're just like do some flips, do some wheelies, stuff like that, hey. or like beat this racer. So it like it, it seems like they've just kind of clouded the like the like trials experience with way too much garbage. And Damn. I don't know I don't know how I'm feeling this, but yeah. if I can 
ignore that stuff and just play trials i'll have a good time but it's just yeah. hard to ignore it this time around uh, that sucks i've always loved the i never put too too much time into yeah. the this the franchise but it's always been one i respected from afar yeah and enjoyed my few hours with the, the only one i didn't oh. play was that stupid fucking expansion from the last one do you remember when ubisoft made everything blood dragon yeah they they, they did that with trials too and i'm like come on man <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna play this. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could see why they would think that. But, yeah, uh, but I, I think it was like towards the end of it too. So they had done Blood Dragon for like 50 of their games, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, I get it. You guys can be insane. Not everyone's Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Diana, what you been up to? I wish I could quantify that. <laughs> uh, I think the only game I've played is Apex. Um, and I really don't have much to say about it. It's a battle royale. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that at this point, though. It um, it features different characters that have like different abilities that can you know help you or not, you know, in in any certain way. Um, I don't know. It's just I don't know why, but it's the only battle royale that's really clicked and that I want to improve at so far. <laughs> Because I've like I've tried Fortnite. PUBG was fun for a while, but I was never really like good. And you know, it's just it's just kind of fun because I think the squads are smaller. The well, the squads are definitely smaller. It's only three. Um, the people in the arena are there aren't as many. It's only sixty, so it's twenty squads. It's easier, I think, to use the terrain to your advantage and it's easier to find like a good kitted weapon um but yeah it's just, i don't have much to say about it other than like it's a game and i've been playing it because that's yeah. kind of where i'm at <laughs> I, I get that yeah, i mean a- <laughs> i mean yeah a- apex is pro is uh definitely one of the bigger things that came out this month yeah. so we could probably just kind of go into go into it if anybody else has a uh, stuff to say about it uh, I, I'm play, I, I played a little bit of it, but yeah. it's a good time. Yeah. I don't even have that much to say about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's just I, a I battle think... royale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I put a few hours into it, and I think it's kind of solidified that I don't think battle royales are for me. Mm. Um, much to Tiffany's dismay. <laughs> <laughs> she she stays asking me if I want to play, and I'm just like, you know what? I'll I'll play if you want me to, <laughs> but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, that's but that's kind of where Dave's at too. Because <laughs> it's like you can you can ask me, I will play, but if you're gonna ask me, do I want to play? The answer will not be yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I I I feel like that's me with battle royales, but like I will enjoy them for like a lot, like enjoy them a lot for like a week, and then I'll get to that. Oh, okay. It's just kind of like um, there's just too much downtime for me personally. Like when I, when I played Call of Duty, like I was I was not the search and destroy type of player. I'm the <laughs> team deathmatch like subhuman, you know, <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to you know get kill streaks and you know get the sick plays, you know, upload them to YouTube. Hell yeah! You know, I was, I was that kind of <laughs> asshole. Um, so the entire time I'm trying to do dumb shit, and then it's like. And then I die, and then my friends get sad. I'm like, I don't want to make you guys sad. I just want to get the sick play. You know? 
<laughs> um, so yeah, it's just you know me, me and the genre just do not mix. Like like on, on paper, I get it. Like it makes sense on paper why it's interesting and why people you know enjoy watching and playing it. But you know, for my dumbass, it just you know doesn't really mesh. That being said, I do like the the fact that there are like abilities in this one, and it's kind of like like all, all battle royales are kind of team based in a way, but this one feels more so with the um, mm. the fact that you can revive your friends and the fact that like you have people like uh, Gibraltar putting up like huge shields and shit. Yeah, what what um, I find most interesting is about it is that the there are like tiers of characters. And characters have different hitboxes, which I understand because, you know, a character is just bigger than, like, Gibraltar's big, you know, Caustic yeah. is big, and Wraith is, like, tiny. But there's no real advantage to that other than the powers. There's no, like, varying health for a bigger hitbox. I think that's the only thing that really bothers me about it, but not really because I play Wraith, who has the smallest hitbox. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I I don't know why, but I've been getting really into like the tier list of guns for for this game. It's kind of fun. Yeah. You want to so. know what's good? You want to know how to kill people most effectively? I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Numbers. I mean, step number one <laughs> is not getting Pick scared by bullets. <laughs> That's always the hard part in battle royales. It's it's always yeah. like you're getting shot. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck! My whole world's upside down. <laughs> Yeah, usually, like, someone will shoot me from behind, I will, like, jump and fire in, like, three different directions. Empty a clip into the space. Yeah, (laughs) and then by that time, they're already, like, (laughs) really? (laughs) Like, there's, they're they're there, like, did that, did that just, and then, and then they take the shot, and I'm down. (laughs) Another, Another thing that depresses me about, uh, apex is that i haven't played an fps in a long time so i'm i suck <laughs> so like like i'll be in like close quarters with a shotgun you know that thing i you know i've been doing my entire life and i'll just miss four shots in a row and die and it feels real bad <laughs> yeah i mean the shotguns are good in this game just don't pick yeah, up a that's the worst part <laughs> that's the worst part is that they're actually nice good in these games so. oh yeah the peacekeepers like s tier Oh, mm-hmm. wingman peacekeeper is a nice build. Yeah, the wingman is S plus if you're dizzy. <laughs> the streamer, not like the state of mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know that character. <laughs> is that the robot? <laughs> no, that's Pathfinder. I like him. Pathfinder. Pathfinder. He's funny. Yeah. He's he's dumb thick on his legendary skins. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, that's the last thing I'm gonna say <laughs> about Apex. We, we can end need on to that. Do stupid shit with him, just swinging around. Oh yeah, there was one game me, Dave, and Pat were playing. <laughs> we <laughs> we got to be the second squad alive because Pat just on a whim was like, "Let's go, let's go up there," and it was like just under where the skybox ends. Because if you're too high, it'll it'll like push you down and say, "Get back to ground level." Or you just die if the timer reaches zero. Yeah, so we. We went up to like the top of this skull because it's set in the Titanfall universe, and there's this place called Skull Town, which is under like the skull of a, I don't know, some giant thing, and we were just up there until the other squad came to get us. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, Pat, it seems you've been playing a lot of Apex. Uh, how do yeah. you feel about it versus other BRs you've played? Uh, what what, um, what specifically do you like about it? I don't know. This has... I never liked the building inside Fortnite. It, that was just a, too complicated, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I saw the first... Um, like, you know, the first highlights of people building super fast. Like, this is the coolest thing ever. And then after uh, everyone kind of learned how to do it, it became super lame. Yeah. yeah. It, you would just shoot at a guy and they would turn to a tower. <laughs> and then it'd be like, okay, well, me killing them is going to take like, a, it's going to be like a full five minute battle. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. you know, once again was cool the first time. Yeah. But, you know, it got this old game, real quick. This game's also faster, in my opinion. Um, yeah. It takes 20 minutes to get to like the last round it's and i actually win this one <laughs> hey. okay i won twice last night hey flex some more pat <laughs> i will i won once and i had i literally was carried there on a silver platter <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um I think the last thing I have to say about it is I I enjoyed the revive mechanic. I think that is uh, mm. yeah, that is a total game changer because it it leaves you invested in the game. Mm-hmm. Like you want your squad to survive because you can actually come back. <laughs> so you, you know you can watch from your other friends' perspective and be like, oh, get him, get him, yeah. Him. You know, and um, the ping system in this game. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, it, yeah. Because I don't so good. I don't use voice chat in games like ever <laughs> because. I'm a girl on internet. Yeah. And um, the ping system has, like, saved my life when I've played solos. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. All right. So. Oh, yeah. So let's continue. Pat, what, mm-hmm. what have you been up to besides Apex? <laughs> Existing and working. <laughs> Two things we all must do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I play Apex and then... I go to work. Yeah. And that's about it. <laughs> I know. I know. I know that pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. All right. So, so me, thanks for asking, Greg. I've been up to... Um, I've, <laughs> How are you I, doing, I, Greg? I randomly... Uh, so, I got really sick. Like... Uh, probably like a week and a half two weeks ago i don't actually know how long it's been um and so i had to be in bed all day and i randomly found a randomizer <laughs> uh fates thing for a fire emblem okay so they just they just like remix all the characters yep. and i got a lot of enjoyment out of it and it caused me to uh to to get a uh emulator for uh for awakening and i've been going through awakening again it's been really interesting going back to that game um and uh kind of re-experiencing it ever since you know because awakening was my first family game and uh i've learned a lot about the franchise since then and i'm now viewing it through this new lens um it's pretty interesting i i I think i like the story generally more than i did back in the back when i first played it um uh I, I really enjoy Robin and Crom's relationship. I think they actually do a pretty good job of, like, uh, I know everybody ships them or whatever, but I think they do a really good job of, like, 
having them be friends um, they definitely do and like make and make and making their friendship seem like super deep and believable yeah. and i understand why everyone would want them to fuck because it's like <laughs> it's like a genuinely good relationship um but yeah no that in because like there's tons of like anime bullshit about friends and bonds and shit but very rarely do they like capture the friendship aspect of it well like 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 crom and robin are ride or die like <laughs> for sure like they, they 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 will they will and do go through like the thickest shit together yeah. and uh i think they do a great job of conveying that um and the other interesting thing about the game is the steep decline in quality the immediate <laughs> immediately when the volm arc begins so <laughs> so in the the first major arc of the game like they have you know the sister dies in the most like beautiful dramatic way and then Krom kind of becomes his own leader and it's all you know it's all great and cool well written well paced they have the mustafa chapter the best chapter in any fire moon game and then and then Krom has the baby and it's great and then immediately after that it's like hey we're getting attacked by some random asshole for no reason and then you go to you go to plagia and they you show up the king is now the guy who tried to assassinate your leader they pull up someone who is the literal twin of robin and they act super ominous about it as you're leaving the kingdom the guy who tried to kill your queen says he's your father and and appears to be taking over your mind and you are immediately attacked by zombies (laughs) who both robin and crom are convinced came from these people and you just ignore it and you're like, well, I hope that doesn't become a problem. And guess what? It becomes a problem. It's a big problem. <laughs> so, it's the problem. So it, 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 it's crazy. It, and that's all in like five minutes. Yeah. Like this, like that entire like plot line chapter is terrible. And it came after it such like great, such great storytelling and great. Ah, so, so depressing. So such a, such a steep decline in quality. Yeah. Like, I honestly don't know what happened there or. If there's like a translation issue, maybe that scene makes more sense in Japanese. But in English, it was just it was just a mess. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm still slowly going through that, and that's kind of what I'm up to. Okay. But yeah, so shit shit that's happened. Um, something I want to talk about is a big game we haven't really touched it. Um, yeah, that's Kingdom Hearts three. Oh, damn, I thought you were gonna say Tetris, and I was gonna get excited. Dude, Tetris <laughs> is <laughs> Tetris is on the docket. <laughs> so kingdom hearts 3 i have been i i I was a big fan of kingdom hearts i talked about this on earlier podcasts um played one and two loved them were some of my favorite games for a long time and then i waited like you know 23 years or whatever for kingdom hearts 3 to come out um and in that time i've come to realize that i have matured (laughs) (laughs) what you when you you know is a relief um, you know, we should all be doing that. And this, I, I can't do it, man. I really, it's, it's tough. It's really tough. But I can't. I can't I... Th- th- there were times I almost enjoyed this game. <laughs> like, like there were times where I'm like, huh, okay, yeah, I can get behind it. Like, like, it, it, like it goes through patches. It's like, whenever they're on their Disney shit, I'm having a great time. 
But the second fucking yeah. Marluxia comes running through a door, I want to jump out a window. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Marluxia. Exactly. <laughs> did, did I stutter? <laughs> <laughs> Am I having a stroke? I, I honestly felt like I was because I didn't know who he was because I've only played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Yeah. So there's a lot of cast that I just didn't know existed. Um, Yeah. And so the weird part is is that you can't even give them props for the Disney parts. No. Because it's literally, they're all just retellings <laughs> of the Because it's the films. Disney shit. It's just Disney. Yeah. It's, it's just literally, hey, we're going to go through the plot, but then like fucking Goofy's in the background <laughs> saying... Oh, don't worry, Elsa. We'll help you out. Like, that's it. It's the same. And it's like, turns out, you know, Disney puts out at least a decent movie every it's time. True. So it's like... It, yeah, no. It's it, it's rough, but I found... I didn't finish it. I gave up because I, I, I couldn't take it anymore. But, <laughs> like, there were patches of enjoyment in this, which is more than I thought I would get out of it. Yeah. For sure. But it started, um, and I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Why? <laughs> and then it got to fucking Toy Story, and I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. You know, I like me some Toy Story. And then it just, and then every single time they left the Disney World, and you were ripped back into reality. It just it just sets in, and you want to turn your console off. <laughs> so, one of, one of my big... Uh... One of my big issues with Kingdom Hearts in general is that when I first, you know, when I first played it, you know, Kingdom Hearts 1, I was like, oh, cool. It's a mashup between Final Fantasy and Disney. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Um, And I feel like it really failed to deliver in in that that idea. How far did you you play? Uh, I I did like one or two worlds. Did you want me to tell you something? Uh, I'm pretty sure there are. I think I've heard it through the game find. There are like legit zero. There's Final no Final Fantasy, Fantasy, Fantasy in this there. game besides the cactus <laughs> and the moogles. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Final Fantasy in this game besides the cactus, the moogles, and somebody that kind of resembles Noctis, <laughs> but is definitely Even not, not Noctis. Noctis. <laughs> Um, and, and that's so fucking disappointing. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of the Final Fantasy games. but the But the entire reason to do a crossover <laughs> is to have the two IPs actually mesh together. Yeah. And I really feel like Kingdom Hearts has dropped the ball in that regard. I think <laughs> what a what a better version of this franchise would be would be that you know when you're in your you know the final world or whatever doing you know the dumb bullshit in the key art, the keyblade graveyard or the fuck it's called <laughs> if that elsa was there yeah. and elsa kicked xehanort in his dumb fucking head <laughs> like that that's what that's what a crossover should be yeah. and so co-hosts i ask you what would be a crossover you'd like to see like mash together a disney character and a final fantasy character and describe a scene <laughs> i mean i would they, they literally fucking had there there is a world where remy from ratatouille is in this game <laughs> and the final fantasy chef isn't in the game what the fuck was <sighs> his name i don't even remember but they could have had a few jokes about them cooking linguini. together linguini of course how could i forget <laughs> linguini from final fantasy 15 
Could have been yeah, I would have fucking Remy. loved to. See, yeah, I would have loved to see. So here's a few crossovers I would like to see. They both involve Ratatouille. Okay, cool. <laughs> Did I steal one? I would love to. <laughs> I would love to see Ratatouille and a and a what are they called? Donberry, Chonberry. The guy, the guys who have the knife ability that always deals like nine hundred ninety nine damage. Tonberry. They're like the weird. Um, I don't even know how the fuck to describe them. They're usually small they wear orange robes and they they carry like a knife and they just stab you no um, idea yeah i believe it's t-o-n berry b-r-r-y yeah they're these little green dudes they have yellow okay, eyes yeah, they always carry a knife yeah, so you want to see remy I- murder someone <laughs> yes Hell specifically yeah. i want him to pilot one of these guys or or have him be in a put the tonberry in a chef outfit and just have them be cooking together. But what I actually want is I want, like, in the final battle, I want Ratatouille piloting Ifrit, the summon from the Final Fantasy games. <laughs> I want him piloting a giant fire demon and, like, assailing an army of Heartless. <laughs> that's that's what <laughs> this game should be. It shouldn't be, you know, made-up Final Fantasy characters interacting with a few Disney characters for literally no reason. And having this sort of like this overtone of uh, some sort of like story in the background, it should be Elsa should be there, Ratatouille should be there, like yeah. <laughs> um, I wanna. Oh, sorry. No, you are don't. we still rocking on the the crossover thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please, pl- please, please give me crossover ideas. I want to <laughs> see Colette from Ratatouille kill Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> she can do it but, <laughs> you, you don't even get to see the fight it's just like you walk into the room and it's like <laughs> sephra there would be no like fight you're... because he's afraid of her <laughs> he'd just he'd just like, be like yeah this is this is where i go <laughs> yeah it's, it's just you and cloud and you, you know you're heading to there it's like sephiroth is a mighty combatant like i've never been able to properly defeat him even when i you know do he always escapes or some shit yeah yeah and then you go in there and she just like has her hand around his throat yeah. and just like lifting him up to the sky <laughs> she could do it i believe in her yeah for that's sure. all i want actually i have nothing to top that <laughs> um yeah anybody else have any other sick crossover ideas <laughs> Uh, nothing's coming to me. No. Yeah, it's a bit hard because there's not a lot of great uh, Final Fantasy characters. Like, I legit didn't use any characters in my <laughs> in my two suggestions. I used two monsters from Final Fantasy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, I, I can't fault you. So, and honestly, that might be why there's no Final Fantasy characters in these games because they all suck, except for the people in Final Fantasy VI. It's true, but so does every character in this game. Like, yeah. there's no I mean, excuse. Like, the Final Fantasy characters suck, sure, but so does the organization. <laughs> so does every member yes. of the organization. Yeah, just imagine how great it would have been to, like, to to have, you know, Soro, Dom, and Goofy hanging out with uh, yeah. the four friends from 15. Like, you're in the car driving around. Yeah, like, anything. Like, like we, we need these, like, brief moments of just... Like, people showing that they care about the properties they're working with. And yeah. that never happens. It's, it hasn't happened in any Final Fantasy game. No, 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 no. It hasn't <laughs> happened in any Kingdom Hearts game. 
and yeah, it yeah. doesn't happen in this one either. Unfortunate. Super unfortunate. All right. So, other things that happened this month: the Nintendo Direct. Uh, there was a bunch of things announced. Most importantly, Tetris 99. Hell yeah. Actually, no, Mario Maker yeah, 2. Yeah, that, that's, that's definitely important. the most important thing. I, like, that's, <laughs> God, I'm so excited. Yeah, so Mario Maker 2 was probably the biggest and the first thing that they Literally announced. Literally the first thing announced. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of in this weird space where, like, even though it's the biggest announcement, like, there wasn't a lot of buzz about it because I feel like everybody just kind of understands. Yeah. Like, it's more Mario Maker yeah. that got slopes, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and everyone understands it's going to be huge and probably the best-selling thing that's going to happen. But, you know, it, it didn't really uh, – there wasn't too, too much discussion about yeah. it as a, that I saw on, on the internet. I'm just, but, um, I'm just really excited because people are going to play this one. Like, Mario Maker 1 was the best-selling console on the Wii U. It was the best-selling game on the Wii U. Like, and that – Yeah, by far. But, like – I think actually Mario Kart was. But – that was up there. But it's the Switch. A lot of people have Switches. A lot more people have Switches than they do fucking Wii U's. So I hope it creates uh, like even more of a community for love creation than Mario Maker 1 did. And Mario Maker 1 community is still fucking kicking, man. People are still making levels for that goddamn thing. They have lived through the closure of Miiverse. And they're still making levels. So I'm insanely excited to see what, what kind of just stuff for Mario this game is going to bring. Yeah. Well, the, the install base of the Switch is already, yeah, it's, like, far surpassed the, yeah. the Wii U, so it's like... It's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, other things, they, they, they showed up the Direct. They showed off the new Fire Emblem. They showed it a little bit more in depth. Yeah. And one thing I got to talk about is the opening voiceover thing where they described the... Uh, they described like the terrain and the in the countries and yeah. shit. So, I know this voice actor. I've heard them do many other jobs, mm-hmm. and they sound like they were phoning it in so yeah. hard. Yeah, I, I remember he legit that. he legit sounded bored. Yeah. Which I mean, I was bored too. He might have been. <laughs> yeah, no, he was bored. Like you know what? I gotta thank this man for keeping it he real. Kept it real. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck, yeah. and neither did we. No, like I I saw what they're doing with that, and I'm like, oh god, I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna like this Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just it just um, doesn't look great right now. Yeah, I haven't seen much to um to really really like want me to get it. Yeah. I'm going to just because like I'm contractually obligated to at this yeah. point. But yeah, I've I haven't seen much to uh to really like get me all that excited. It looks like a little too much like. Like, it looks a little too much like Persona to me. Like, <laughs> I'll just say it. it. Like, like, like the the way that dialogue even like looks is too Persona for me right now. Yeah, the, the models are definitely very Persona. The models look like they're from Persona. Just like a, a lot of it looks like it, and it's not like in the themes or like in in like the the setting or stuff like that. It's just like in the details. They took a little bit too much from that crossover there. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also probably the the biggest headline that came out of a uh, or not the biggest headline, but the biggest thing that came out of it was the Tetris ninety nine. Um, it is a <laughs> Tetris battle royale, effectively. Yeah. 
you <laughs> you and ninety eight other people go up against each other. And you can like target people to kill <laughs> as you cl- as you clear your lines. Yeah. Um, I almost got a switch for Tetris ninety nine. It's so fun. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, it's... the game is so goddamn fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's crazy, and it, it and it's one of my it shows one of my favorite things about Nintendo is that they have games that are just good and they don't try to oversell them and they're very confident Mm -hmm. in the quality of their stuff so it's like literally it's just like touch 99's out like fuck it we're not even gonna say much about it and then it just is big i i I do have a question about touch 99 and it hit me when i was playing it a couple days ago how's this game making money it's free and there's no way to make money you can't buy anything Uh... I I mean it it is free if you have the, the service. So Nintendo do you think they're thing? like so yeah like getting I, a cut I'm from guessing... from that maybe like it would almost have yeah, to be I'm... that's the only monetization this game has. Yeah, I I don't think they're getting like residuals per se. Yeah. I'm guessing the game got funded, like Nintendo just paid them, and Nintendo is now using just it a way as to a, okay to incentivize having the okay. Um, the Nintendo. All right, cool. I, like that's what I kind of thought, but mm-hmm. I just needed to say it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So Tetris ninety nine is huge. Tafo is. <laughs> he got his game, and it wasn't <laughs> melee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he found his he found his place in the world. Yep. <laughs> he is now one of the one of the premier Tetris ninety nine. It's so funny. <laughs> like I, it's so funny seeing him on Twitter post like fucking like theory crafting t spins. Like it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a delight. Yeah. Tetris still kicking it, you know, however 30, 40 years later. Yeah, Tetris is doing it, man. Tetris has released three games in the past like <laughs> two to three years, and they've all been fucking bangers. Yeah. Um I got two things left from the direct. The, one of them is Astral Chain. This is the new um God. The new platinum property. Hey, I saw people freaking out about this game on Twitter, <laughs> and I, I I genuinely don't understand it. Like, I'm not sure if we watched the same thing. Like, did like did people <laughs> w- would people be excited for this thing if like that P didn't come up at the end? Because like this looks like I just I kind of would. You, you think so? Yeah. Okay. So, so so what do you like about it? Like I'm curious because it looks just like kind of generic to me. It looks vaguely cyberpunk and interesting. Okay. That's about where I stand on it. Okay. <laughs> so so what I loved about it was two things. One, it was anime as fuck. Yeah. In the in the, in the way I generally enjoy it. I like that they do dumb poses to summon their stands effectively. Um and two was the music. Okay. So like <laughs> as you know, your garbage like you know, B-level plot is, you know, being, you know, shown out during the trailer. The music is just getting bigger and it's swelling. And even though I had no idea what the fuck was going on, I was jammed. Okay. And that was it. There is not... <laughs> there, There's not much there to latch on to besides the P. Um, but, you know, it's a platinum game and the music is good. So, okay. Or the music was at least epic, I guess. Um, and in the... Unfortunately, they didn't show it in the Nintendo Direct, but if you look up the trailer on YouTube, it ends with the with uh, some guy in a dog suit recycling. Okay. 
which is uh, <laughs> it's pretty great. Okay. <laughs> right, I'll keep an open mind and, going forward. Yeah, yeah. Because if if there is a big recycling mechanic, because you were playing as cops in this, yeah, game, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> if you like literally clean up the streets, like if there's some fucking uh, Travis touchdown esque mini games, yeah. <laughs> no more heroes. Um, but yeah, the the last thing that they uh, announced was the the remake of Link's Awakening. Um, this is the sort of like. I believe it's the first, uh, like, handheld uh, Zelda game. Um, and it was kind of, like, the first one to, like, really focus on the story, weirdly. And so it holds a, a big place in a lot of people's hearts. Um, I've also heard that the ending is super sad. I won't go into the specifics. It used to be, a, uh, you know, one of those peop- those things people would spoil all the time, but now that there's a remake, you kind of got to be on the hush-hush now in case people want to play it. But a surprisingly emotional Zelda game, and it caught people off guard because, you know, at the time they were just kind of expecting to, you know, put bombs in front of walls and try to find, you know, hidden passages and shit. Um, so, yeah, it's... I, I do got to ask, how do y'all feel about the art style? Uh, I think it looks really, I think it looks really gorgeous. But I never played Link's Awakening, so it doesn't necessarily mean anything to me. Um, yeah. I, I will give this a shot. I do very much enjoy 2D Zelda games, and it's nice to see that they're still willing to do stuff like this after Breath of the Wild. But at the same time, it's like, oh man, I just want to see what's next. So it's like a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. I I, I know people were. Uh... Lots of people were negative on the link specifically. Okay. I personally love the link. I think he's really adorable, and um, it didn't turn me off the game at all. Um, so, yeah. All right. So the the next big thing on the docket was announced yesterday. It was they had a seven minute Pokemon Direct. Yeah. And yada yada, it's in Britain. <laughs> the only good thing about that <laughs> is. All the fucking, I don't know what they're called. Like the, I think it's like chavs or some shit. Uh, the it's British like the, memes. Uh, yeah, like the, the British like, <laughs> the like white thug British boy. All those like sort of memes. Well, we'll have, they'll have like the yeah the protagonist girl talking like in Cockney accent or like a, like a chav or whatever. That'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> so good. But other than that, they they showed off the starters, and yeah. I gotta ask everyone. On which team dost thou lie? <sighs> um, monkey. Grookey. Grookey. He's baby monkey. With stick. <laughs> He's perfect. Pat, where do you, where dost thou lie? <laughs> um, hold on, I'm gonna look up the starters because I didn't watch the direct. <laughs> have you not been on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, have you been on the internet? <laughs> They're everywhere. You could go on the fucking Google homepage and you'd probably see them. <laughs> Alright, while he's looking that up, Adam, I'm like, where does thou lie? I, I'm like 0% bunny. 0% I'm bunny. like 40% grookey and I'm like 60% sobble right now. But that could change. Very that could, yeah. that could change based on what these next ones look like. But right now, I'm on sobble. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of there too, but just mix up Grookey and Sobble. 
At first, I was 100% Sobble. I love how pathetic he is. <laughs> he, <laughs> he just needs a little bit of love. <laughs> I love and, his you know, hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Grookey, like, even though they've given me no signs, he looks like a bastard. <laughs> um, like, I can kind of see, like, he's he's playing coy, and he's waiting for you to turn your back so he can, like, fuck with your shit. I mean... Didn't the trailer start with him fucking banging on a rock? <laughs> he had like a stick and he was like smacking a rock with it, so I can see he'd be a shit. Yeah. And Which if he is in fact that's, that's Grookey's the, the monkey. One. Okay. If Grookey is in fact a shit, then I'm a hundred percent on team Grookey. <laughs> that, that that may be the thing to swing me if he's a big asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that smug look on his face. Yeah. Don't talk bad about my son. <laughs> We're talking bad about your future, like like the, the, your son growing up. Because right did now, did I stutter? <laughs> I can see him taking that stick out of his like hair thing and then like shanking you with it. Oh god! Oh wait, no, not that much of an asshole. <laughs> hey, wait, we we mean we mean like you turn around and he like he like switches your cups, or, or he something. like throws the stick at you and like he looks away. Yeah. Or he goes to the library and like he inverts the books. <laughs> <laughs> checks out the book and doesn't return it (laughs) i'll be back in three to five business months (laughs) (laughs) um so you know it's pokemon it's always in the headlines like no matter what they can't do it but i gotta be i gotta say that i kind of forgot that this one wasn't on handheld yeah like this, I feel like this game should have been a much bigger deal than it was. This is the first Pokemon game on a, or the first mainline Pokemon game on a home console. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had forgotten that fact. I'm curious, like, like am I am I kind of reaching here, or do you do you th- do you feel like this game should have been a bigger deal? Uh I th- I think I think it depends on what happens actually, because we like. Pokemon Company has notoriously played very safe. So, it, it it being on a home console, I don't know if it necessarily means much right now. Because it could just have the Let's Go Visuals, which it does. It could just have that, and that could be... It could just... It, it's like, the Switch is a hand, technically a handheld anyway. So, like, it could just be the next natural progression. But, if it's not, then it could be a big fucking deal. And the excitement's worth getting. But, like, like just thinking about it is worth getting excited over Because they have a lot more they can do now. I don't know if they will, but yeah, we, that's the thing. I feel I feel like what their first the first thing we should have seen in this game is that new. Yeah, I f- and I feel like no one's talking about the game. We're talking about how cute the new starters are, and I feel like when when I when I first like I like 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 I said earlier, I had forgotten that this was like the first like this was like the. This was the first one on a home console. Um, and I remember, like, in my head, you know, thinking back, you know, all those years ever since I've been a kid, like, what would a a fully-fledged Pokemon game on a console look like? Yeah. And I gotta say, what I've seen so far has not, has not impressed me. It definitely looks better than, you know, Sun and Moon, but not by much. Yeah. Um, what I Honestly, what I saw didn't even look that much better than Let's Go. I think I cut it out. Did. Didn't even look that much better than Let's Go. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious what 
if anything, they're going to change. I really hope that there's some, you know, big stuff on the way because they did not show it with this stuff. It, w- it would be time. very nice, but I think we all know that they don't have to. Like, at the end of the day, <laughs> this game is going to do fucking gangbusters and it's Pokemon. Everyone's going to love gonna it. People are going to buy it anyways. So, like, 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 it sucks because, like, Pokemon's the one that's a little stuck behind right now because, like, Zelda has moved forward. Mario has moved forward. Pokemon hasn't yet. And I, I hope this is that. I hope this is that one. Yeah, I was really, I was really hoping it would be. I remember I, I really stuck to that headline so hard. It was just like, it was just uh, Poke Freak getting pressure from Nintendo to switch things up after the success of Odyssey yeah. and Breath of the Wild. I was really hoping that we would see that, and I, I guess that's too early yeah. to say. For we, sure, we might. They, they did say that they wanted to try new things in the thing. Like, yeah. I, th- I think Masuda said that they want that they are going to like try to get out of their comfort zone. Or I don't remember his exact quote, but they're saying that they are going to try new things with this one. And I hope it's not like, oh, we got rid of gym battles in favor of gym battles, but they're outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, that's all I got to say about that. So now we're gonna move on to the kind of. Uh, the kind of big discussion topic. It's not really a discussion topic. We're just gonna be sharing stories about obscure ass video games that Grandma Mashed Potatoes got you for Christmas. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it doesn't necessarily have to be something you got for Christmas. Just those obscure games that maybe you not also have you never talked about, but like you, you're not sure if anyone else has heard of. So I'm just gonna start start off to kind of get <laughs> things going. I, I played this game when I was a kid that I've never heard anyone talk about, and it's called Freaky Flyers. Okay. I don't know if anybody's heard about this game. It is a dogfight slash racing game where you pilot planes, and the entire cast is made up of, like, stereotypical caricatures. So, like, you'll, like you'll play a flyer from, like, Germany or Japan or whatever, and they have these, like, extreme like looney tunes-esque like cartoony versions of characters like sammy wasabi or i actually can't remember anyone was listening to sammy wasabi was my favorite he was the japanese guy <laughs> and you know it, w- it was just a lot of cutscenes and you know just various jokes you know stereotypical stuff it's probably like i don't remember any of the jokes being like super edgy or whatever but it's probably if i were to guess considering it was made in like early 2000s probably super inappropriate by today's standards <laughs> um and it was just it was just a game that like captured my imagination as a kid especially like growing up i did you know i watched a lot of like comedy and shit growing up so it kind of fit right in line to like lots of the comics i'd watch up you know i'd watch when i was growing up you know the standard black comedian of black people do this and white people do this <laughs> you know that kind of that kind of stand-up comedy and shit so it, it it oddly fit exactly with um with like the you know my sense of humor growing up and uh i really i really like that game it, <laughs> there's a lot of secrets and the final boss was like some guy from the moon and uh you were pretty much it, it very very similar to the stories like very similar to like tekken it was just like hey here's a random tournament if you win you get a crazy amount of money and so you'd go through the story with every character and figure out what they would do with the money, yada yada. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, Freaky Flyers. They had a great theme song <laughs> that I would sing all the time. <laughs> and uh, I fucking love it. I definitely remember seeing this cover in, in rental stores. Like, like, I definitely remember this game. I don't remember anything about it. I never played it, but I remember looking at this cover in game yeah. rental stores. Yeah, but I actually get it, and I don't remember if I bought it, if I got it for Christmas. I don't remember anything like that. All I know is that I had it, put a lot of time into it. There was a lot of jokes about Freaky Flyers, too. <laughs> I don't know if that ever happened. <laughs> no, my current Google search has showed me that that did not happen. But yeah, they have people from all over the world. They had a couple Mexican characters. They had, like, a crazy German scientist. They had a Japanese scientist. They had all the tropes. It was Punch Out. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah, it was like Punch Out, but you flew. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Does anyone else have any other uh, obscure ass games that they're not sure anyone has ever seen? God, I would get, oh. I would get all of the licensed games. Oh, I would get Such like like ones that ones that come to my mind. I had. Again, like the Italian job game, like the fucking car racing movie. <laughs> like I had the <laughs> game for that. I had the James Bond games that weren't Goldeneye. <laughs> oh, no. So like I had James Bond from Russia with Love and The World is Not Enough. <laughs> and all of the ones that weren't that. I had the Fairly Odd Parents game. But like like pretty much whatever was big the world is not enough. whatever was big at the time i would get the game for it <laughs> like they didn't really step out of their comfort zones when like it wasn't a game i asked for yeah. but like uh, man I, uh, yeah go ahead uh, i love james bond titles yeah it's <laughs> yeah. like every every time i hear one of the subtitles i'm just like these are so fucking stupid yeah. <laughs> oh man i love them so much mm-hmm. Sorry, that's all I have to say. <laughs> there, there were three hits, though. There were three hits that happened that I, the games, like, they just kind of got and surprised me with, and the, the biggest one was probably Billy Hatcher in the Giant Egg. It's not a terribly obscure game, but it was a GameCube game. Yeah. It is a it is a multiplayer game that you get a fucking egg, you feed your egg, and you run over people. And it was a blast. Yeah, that was probably the biggest gem. And then the two others were like, like the other category of games that I would get randomly were racing games. And as somebody who like deeply, deeply misses the arcade racing video game genre, like two of the like random games that I would get that I got for Christmas were like Arctic Thunder and Cruising USA on the Nintendo sixty four. Like those two <laughs> games were like, oh, they're they're just like such good, just like dumb fun arcade racers, and that genre just doesn't exist anymore. Because of Gran Turismo. Is, 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 what, what's the one where you could, uh, while driving, you would get, you would get like bugs on your, uh, your windscreen? Oh god! I don't remember. That was like, was that cruising? No, I remember it was like for N sixty four. It was cruising. Let me look it up. Bugs windscreen <laughs> racer. <laughs> Game. <laughs> Game. <laughs> bugs. Racing. I got Bug Race on BoardGameGeek.com. <laughs> Damn. I'll do N64 Racing Game. <laughs> Pretty sure it's N64. 
don't know. I give up. Yeah, but that you know that was uh... <laughs> Beetle Adventure Racing. <laughs> I think it took the term bug too literal. Yeah. All right, poop. Dost I got, thou? I got three things. Oh shit! Lay them on me. So Nickelodeon Party Blast. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, tell me about Nickelodeon Party Blast. It's just a party game where you play as old, what was it, what would you say, like 90s cartoon characters from Nickelodeon? Maybe like a little older than that. Yeah? Maybe like late 90s, early 2000s. I'd say some of those are in there too. Yeah. Because I think I like Wild Thornberry's characters too, and I don't think... It was Wild Thornberry's... Yeah, I'm, I'm Googling it, I see it. Yeah, we got Rocket Rugrats. Power. Yeah, Rocket Power. You got and Jimmy then, Neutron too. Jimmy Neutron, <laughs> and then it was all hosted by uh, Cat Dog. <laughs> oh shit! They were like the announcers. Yeah, so yeah. fucking stupid. Oh, that's so it's good. A great time. <laughs> and then, um, what was that other one? On the PS2, Looney Tunes Space Race. He's googling all these. <laughs> <games>. <laughs> Okay, this one's for Dreamcast, it seems. Okay. And PlayStation 2. It was just a racing game where you're Looney Tunes. Uh, you know what? I think fucking Rich made a... a burned a disc of well, this. Well, this actually looks pretty cool. What the fuck? Oh, no, this is an HD version of the game. I was going to say, those look sick. <laughs> so, yeah, the Dreamcast <laughs> was ahead of its time, but not this ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, this is HD, like, uh, HD remake or some shit. Okay. Enhanced graphics, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then the last one's an entire console. The VTech V Smile. Which I had literally never heard of before Fat said this. VTech V Smile. Okay. Oh no. The first one I got is uh It's a console and there's also a handheld version. It's the switch. I had both. <laughs> oh, never mind. I thought it was the same thing. <laughs> nope. Alright, tell me about the VTech V Smile. Yeah, like what's on here? <laughs> It's, it's it's from what I remember, it's like a bootleg leapfrog okay. kind of game. So it's like learning games. Yeah, okay. it has like Dora the Explorer, looks like SpongeBob. Okay. Type so shit. awakened something inside me that I've repressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's two days in a row. <laughs> I can't. I can't place it. But I recognize it. <laughs> oh no. I wonder if I still have it in my basement. We need to play it. If this I can our, find first, it. our first Let's Play video. I find <laughs> it. You might have sold it in a yard sale. No, no, I'll buy it. It's gotta be a dollar, right? Yeah, you got the, you know, the... Let's look it up on yeah. eBay. We got the socials of all the people that came to the uh, came to the yard sale. Yeah, you wrote all that down, right? <laughs> you can track them down. <laughs> yeah. The power cable is eleven dollars. VTech V Smile learning controller tested. Okay, forty bucks. Oh shit, that's worth it. <laughs> no game. The games are cheap though. Look, Shrek the Third is four dollars. That's this was around funny. in the Shrek the Third era. It looks like it's still around. This is like a, I'm looking at a modern version of it. 
Oh my god. For a lot of five games, sixteen bucks. You know, that's not bad. I feel like Yeah, it's like an average dinner out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. I had all the games in this pack. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What did you learn, Pat? Like what, what I don't know. Are, 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 <laughs> yeah, what did it teach do you do you feel like there are any lessons that you've from that V has taught you that you have taken with you to this day? <laughs> Probably the general stuff you would learn from a leapfrog thing. <laughs> all right, cool. Act like, act like I can afford leapfrog. <laughs> What's in a leapfrog? So what you're saying is you wouldn't be able to it's read like... if you didn't have the VTech V-Smile. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what, what a shining endorsement, Pat. <laughs> I gotta put that on a shirt. I, I wouldn't be able to read if it weren't Without for v-smile. It wasn't for my VTech V-Smile, but it's the logo. <laughs> Is that going to be our first official shirt? <laughs> For sure. I feel like we need to come up with a compilation of all of our. Is that going to be our first official shirt? <laughs> I'm just too lazy to make them. There's been a lot of those. You just either that yeah, or I don't. All. I don't think of any of them again. So it's like it's, it doesn't even get past the we need to make it into a yeah, shirt phase. Like in one ear, out the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got to put them all on one shirt. It's just like this weird like. <laughs> tile it's it, it looks like it, yeah no it's absolutely hideous and it's not the actual design it's just the quote but you insert a different oh, <laughs> insult a different word that should this vtech v smile should be our new first shirt. Oh, man. and it's just kind of like when you tile your background on oh, PC. it's just a block like the b-movie script on that one shirt yeah yeah um so yeah, thanks V Smile for teaching Pat how to read. <laughs> Diana, <laughs> what what obscure video games oh, slash peripherals? Fucking boy. <laughs> um, my parents were really into getting us the, the these edutainment games. <laughs> and if I have two younger sisters, so if one of us got a game, like if I got a video game, they had to get a video game too. So I have a bunch. <laughs> The first one I like remember, and the remote one I remembered the most, was the logical journey of the Zumbinis, which you can now play online on like classic rewind or something. Um, it's this like little logic puzzle game where you you create these little dudes, it's a whole bunch of them, and you have to get them to survive by doing logic correctly. <laughs> it was, it was fun. Um. And then I had these, like, classical music-based games. One was um, Alice in Vivaldi's Four Seasons. And then the other two we had were Mozart's Magic Flute and Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker, which were, again... <laughs> they were cool! They were, like, these, like, puzzle games that you had to, like, go through to complete, you know, the the story. Um, the the story of the Nutcracker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like an interactive like here go through this and you'll like learn how the music plays in and like who the artist was or the composer was, and like the the author and the story beats and stuff like that. Huh. So they were like, they were all like these hand drawn like really trippy experiences, and I like I loved them. Um, of course, Mavis Beacon teaches typing was the one we always had in like our school rooms. 
um, I had a lot of Nancy Drew games, and they were the shit, and probably why I like true crime so much. Um, I had I had a bunch. I had the cur the secret of the old clock, the curse of Blackmore Manor, treasure in the royal tower, secret of the Scarlet Hand, and the haunting of Castle Malloy. <laughs> yeah, they were fun. Um, I couldn't ever beat them because they were like above my above my knowledge level. <laughs> I was like eight when I had them, and they were designed for like preteens. Um, and then. <laughs> There was this one I remember called Elmo's Preschool. I had it when I was like four. And I have this really vivid memory of closing out of the game, not knowing how I did it, and then crying because I thought I wouldn't be able to get back into it. <laughs> um, <laughs> there were these two like DK eyewitness games about Egypt and flight. You know, the ones that came in, like, the Scholastic books or whatever. Um, like, there was this other one that I had that, it like, took place in a treehouse. But I, I, like, could not find it for the life of me. Because none of the screenshots I saw looked familiar. And it's not called The Treehouse. Because there, there is a game called The Treehouse that was not it. Um, and then finally... Uncle Albert's Magical Album. The, when I beat this game at, at a ripe old eight years old, that was probably the closest thing to true victory I have ever felt in my life. Because it literally took me two years. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it was you had this like eccentric like inventor, traveler, uncle, or whatever. He passes away, and you find his album in the attic. And there are all these different pages in this in this scrapbook and you're supposed to go through it and collect clues to figure out where he's hidden his treasure and then there are two follow-up games which i didn't have that was i think uncle albert's like mystical island and uncle albert's treasure or something but there was just this one level that was so hard because you had to like you had to crush cockroaches and have them fall on certain buttons, but you had like this little flashlight thing that would reveal certain parts of the map. And like it was it was the worst thing to coordinate as an eight-year-old. <laughs> so yeah, I had a I had a really good time with that one. I hmm. So yeah. speaking of like sh shit being summoned from deep. I remember playing this for school. So this is this is the weird part. Okay, so for school, I don't remember if it was like a like a typing teaching thing, but I remember playing this like detectives type game where you were trying to find some girl who got kidnapped. And it was like strangely dark in that like you were playing the role of a detective and you had to like you had to like find out about this man who who had who had like who was suspected of like kidnapping the girl and i remember like going find like going through this man's website and find like a secret link that led to like the back room of it and there was like a video of like him saying like of him being like oh welcome to the back room 
this is for people with a particular taste or some shit. Did anyone? Did anyone else play this fucked up game? <laughs> no, like, I don't think so. Like, Are you okay? I, I, it, it just got summoned in me. Like, no, we legit for school played this like game. I don't remember what the fuck it was teaching us. Apparently, that like there are fucking predators on the internet or some shit. Um, Wait, let me let me do a Google search for you. It, yeah, and I I remember the video so vividly because it was like it was just it was just this dude like being a fucking huge creep and like out you know we were going through like police reports and shit and trying to like figure out like where and how she disappeared. It was like the fucking what was that movie that just came out with the the Asian dude. He's trying to find his daughter. I don't know my daughter. That was the trailer. It was like literally that movie, but was it an escape I game? Because I played a lot of those. I don't. I don't even remember what the genre was. It was like a puzzle game, but like I was playing the role of a detective, and for some reason we did it in school, and oh. it was like for computer class, and we had to like f- try to find this girl. And I don't know why the fuck we would play that. Now that I'm thinking about it, it seems kind of messed up. <laughs> um. Huh. Weird. Was it called Midnight Rescue? No. I don't know. Um. No. I'm I'll I'll try to find it my own time, but. Yeah, fuck. I just there's something something you said about like shit like games from school or whatever, and I totally forgot that I actually had the opportunity to to do that shit, and that's all I remember. I remember doing like a, taking like a typing class too a long time ago, but you know that was like was that even the same class? I don't know. But yeah, computer and typing class were like one and the same because everyone was like, oh yeah, computers have a future, and you're gonna need to know how to type on them. They were correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out. So was that like the it was like okay you know how to type now because you know I, I i've always been a nerd i've been playing you know maple story since i was a kid so i knew how to type so maybe when i finished my typing class they're like hey here's a child predator game yeah i think uh, it, i think it was literally kid. just like computer literacy weird which yeah. hey hey i mean i was engaged as fuck i wanted to save that girl so um yeah be good on them, I guess. I don't they know. <laughs> you had to All throw right. him off his rhythm. Yeah. Okay, so randomly, not randomly, I've been looking through, listening to some of the old podcasts, and um, there was a lot of, uh, <laughs> there, there was a lot of, uh, we would get through our topics and then we would shoot the shit for like three hours. <laughs> Three hours is a bit much. <laughs> um, so we're just going to do that. Okay. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, Mario Party. Mario Party? Yo, fuck. Uh-huh. What's, what about it? Mario Party, I'm like, I'm kind of bummed out because they, they just announced Pauline yesterday for fucking, fucking, what is it, Mario Tennis? And like, man, oh, I want Pauline and everything but Mario Tennis. <laughs> like, I saw that and I'm like, oh shit, she'd be great in every single game but this one. They should put her in all of them but this. 
<laughs> Pauline and Sam. Yeah, so it had like the complete inverse effect of what they wanted it to have, but they should put Pauline and shit, man. I like I would love to play as her in Mario Party, and also they didn't actually do anything with Mario Party after they released that one, which is super fucked up because that's like the only good Mario Party they've ever made, and all the other games have patches. Mario Party should. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe they're trying to stick to their roots there. Um, you, you cut out. They're what? You know, they're they're trying to like, you know, Mario parties are always kind of one and done. They just kind of release okay, it. Yeah. They've ne- I don't know if they've ever patched one before. <laughs> no, but they had never patched a tennis game before this one. That's true. But they're they're trying to. This is like this is like a fighting <laughs> game. <laughs> it's true. They didn't have any good fucking online modes in Mario Party. At least this one. It was like. What was it? They you could play like five mini games with like random people. You couldn't even invite your friends. It was messed up. <laughs> Love to play games with strangers on the internet and for for multiple minutes. Not even <laughs> not even a full. Actually, <laughs> multiple minutes is ideal. Yeah. Right. Well, like I mean, you don't have to talk here, so it's even more ideal. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Like I don't think there's a way to talk on Switch besides through this fucking app. Which no one uses. Give me that pseudo interaction. Why? why I I found my Tamagotchi, Uh and I put new batteries in it, and it doesn't work anymore. Well, they still sell them. Rest in peace. I want it to work so bad. No, they don't sell the version three ones anymore. Okay. Well, they still sell general Tamagotchis. I ordered a Tamagotchi because it was free on Instagram, and I only had to pay shipping. But I'm so (laughs) mad that. (laughs) Wait, they they sell shit on Instagram? Yeah. I didn't know that. But I'm so mad that, like, my Tamagotchi won't work. That's upsetting. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I'm so upset about no, it. No, no. That's what this thing is about. No, is the... Yeah, no, we're, we're all about... Like, Fucking... <sighs> One sec. Can I keep it down? <laughs> <laughs> so polite. Just your son. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, that is totally. This fucking fits. Yeah, no, we're in the we're in the ship post half of this fucking. Let's go. I've, Actually, no, keep it keep it going, motherfucker. Let's go. I've had this this pint of mango flavored New Amsterdam vodka in my room for a literal year. You drink it all and right now. I haven't now. opened it. God, I would die. Oh yeah, Melee is dead. Melee's fucking I, dead, man. What happened? They didn't bring it back to fucking um, Evo. Oh, well, I knew yeah. that. I thought something else happened. <laughs> no, that's all that happened. Yeah, no. We're just, <laughs> no, everybody just likes to be dramatic. Everyone, yeah, oh, I'm, okay. I'm being dramatic now. Melee will be fine. But yeah, in this sure. current moment... It's also dead. In, in they, this current moment, it's fucking dead, man. They really need to shape up their like whole attitude if they're gonna survive any longer. Because the, the community's fucking trash. But we've learned with PM that like people don't give a shit about that. People like PM stopped development and still had a large player base, and they said it's dead. And then so everybody therefore said PM was dead. No, I mean like the the people in the community are trash. Not like oh, yeah, people in the community. Are yeah, trash. like they really need to clean up their act if they want melee to continue on. Yeah. Like maybe there's a reason it's not going to be at Evo, and it's not because it's an old game. You know, I'm uh, just saying we live in a society. Uh, I, I will agree to that, but but Mr. Wizard has all has always had beef with Melee since the fucking donation drive back in 2013. Oh, is he the TO? He's of, the um, TO. So he, like, yeah. I think he's been secretly waiting for this moment for like literally since 2013. Yikes! So like he he has like never given he gave the Smash community a chance at Evo, but I think it was just because it was convenient for him. 
But yeah, I mean, you know, you you run you run the the charity thing. Yeah, <laughs> you don't really have a choice yeah, after, like after we raise an insane it. amount of money. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, like, sorry guys, we're gonna donate it, but you still can't go. Like, he did, like, you know, after that point, yeah. you know, his his arms were tied, and then afterwards, you know, the amount of viewers you get. Like, how could you um, turn it down, right? It was like the most viewed thing besides yeah. Street Fighter, and no, nothing's gonna beat Street Fighter. Yeah, it's because Street Fighter has the you know the brand recognition. It's also like, Grandma the, Mashed Potato. Grandma Mashed Potatoes knows about Reed. Yeah, it's also Hus- supported Ooh. by <laughs> the people who made it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, <laughs> weird, weird. Yeah, that's super fucked up. But I, I guess I guess we have to look at it this way. Melee has been at Evo for six years now. I think I think I think that's where it ends, right? It was six years. Yeah, it was six years. This would have yeah. been at seventh. And Melee had no support, so I guess we got to like appreciate it. Like Melee did that on yeah. its own. Like Melee didn't have fucking Capcom to pay a million dollars for people to pretend they to like their game. Like that never that didn't need to happen. <laughs> like nobody likes Street Fighter Five. People like the money. Nobody likes Street Fighter Five. Yeah, for sure. Like I I think people like it now, but like that was after like two three yeah. years of just like it and it it was nobody's favorite fighting no. game. It people, was the one. It was the one you it played. Was the one you played. <laughs> but like Melee did not. I never have to do that bullshit. Melee was just loved by everybody but the FGC, and you know maybe they were just jealous. Maybe that's why the FGC hates melee. Maybe they're just jealous. Yeah, I think I think I think it's just you know, there there is a separation of culture. Like the FGC kind of like even though it includes many different games, mm-hmm. like the Smash community developed simultaneously but separate. Yeah. So like it was never it was never it was never a part of it. As much as people like yeah, to joke, so, like oh, so, melee is a fighting game. It is, but it's not part of the FGC. Yeah, it, it really is two different communities. Yeah. It's not necessarily because Smash is a party game or whatever. It legit is because they kind of grew separate from each yeah. other. Like, since it wasn't considered a fighting game early on, it wasn't at the events, so they didn't. The the cultures just grew different. They, they just didn't align. Yeah. And like, so and and then now people are realizing realizing that melee is sick. You know. We're trying to cross the communities over, and we're realizing that there's, you there's know, no a crossover. Lot of <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's crossover, but yeah. like people, like you know, the, the cultures are just different. Like, like in melee, there's a lot more like pride and honor almost yeah. in 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 this in like the sort of almost like the negative honor where it's like you you should play the game in a specific yeah. way. Um. And the FGC, it's like fucking win, dog. Like who gives yeah. a shit? <laughs> but in melee, it's like you got to do the cool shit. Yep. And you know, there's always a little bit of that. And like, the, like every community has those guys. But I feel like melee is comprised of a bunch of dumbasses like me who want to do the cool shit all the yeah, time. That's what that's what melee and, is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, there's always this weird, you know, rift where it's like people playing, people from the FGC will like hear melee people complain about. Um, about like someone playing lame or whatever and they'd be like what the fuck are you talking about that doesn't make any sense and they're right (laughs) but at the same time it's like the cool shit is the reason melee is here is because you know people see mango do something sick and they they fall in love with that like you know um the results aren't necessarily what matters the most it's like who put on the best show it's the people's chance (laughs) yeah yeah that's why everyone loves Scar, yeah. loves Mango. Yeah. Everybody loves a person who will do sick shit over winning. 
Yeah. <laughs> and if they win while doing it's sick over. shit, then it's that's like over. that's like the old one yeah. too. Yeah. I know, man. I don't know. It 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 kind of sucks with what's replacing it too, because like Smash isn't gone at Evo, like it's Smash Ultimate. But like, I don't know, man. I don't I don't love it the same way I do other Smash games. It's like it's like missing some things for me. Maybe we've been over this before, yeah. but like I watch Smash Ultimate and I feel like kind of empty. Like that's never happened with Smash. Like I'll, I'll watch Melee, I watch PM, I watch Smash Four, and like I found things to get excited about. But I watch Ultimate and it's just like it's I'm glazing over it. It just it just doesn't have that that effect for me. So it sucks. I think this is the first year where there hasn't been a single game I'm interested in at Evo. So I doubt I'll even watch it this year. <laughs> Damn. Because, like, I'm looking at that list I and mean, it's like, it's nothing. Yeah. Are, yeah. <laughs> like, it's nothing I give a shit about. Like, maybe it's maybe maybe that's more to say about, like, what's happening with fighting games. But, like, I would watch, like, in previous years, like, literally... For like the past seven or eight years, I would watch Evo, and it would be like I'd watch the whole day. I'd watch everything that happened in Evo. I didn't care what the fucking game was. But now it's just not happening for me this year. I'm not gonna watch any of it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I always, you know, there was always like I've always been a smasher, but like I've always been open to other fighting games and. Evo has been a big part of exposing me to other fighting mm-hmm. games and realizing what I like and what I don't like. Um, I'm really upset Guilty Gear is not there. Although Eunice scratches a similar itch. Mm-hmm. Not not the same itch, but it scratches a similar yeah. itch. And I'm probably going to watch Sam's show just to kind of see what it's yeah, like. Yeah, that'll it be d- interesting. It's, um, no one really, like, I haven't seen too many FGC people be excited about it. I've seen people be excited from, like, a very casual perspective. Like, oh, shit, I remember Samurai Showdown. But, like, in terms of, like, people being excited about a game to play and, like, it being a sick and fun game to watch, no one literally even knows what it is. So, <laughs> you know, it's in a weird spot where it's, like, like that's also part of the reason, like, Melee, people feel scorned. It's, like, no one even knows if Samurai Shodown's gonna be cool at yeah. all. Like we've seen we've seen like effectively, you know, combo videos from the game in terms of like a trailer where they show off one or two combos of a character. Yeah. But like we don't we don't know what the neutral's gonna look like. We don't know like the pacing of the matches. We don't know anything about yeah. that game. And it's at Evo. Yeah. So. It'll <laughs> probably be like the exhibition last year for Smash Ultimate maybe. Yeah. Or I don't know if it's like an open bracket or something. I mean, it's on the list, so it's going to be one of the games as far as okay. I Okay, so it's like, as far okay, as so I you can tell. enter this game so, without it coming out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be out by the time Evo happens. Okay. But we don't we don't know, like, how it plays yet, really. I mean, there was that time um, when they had Tekken 7 added, and Tekken wasn't, it was only out in Japan, I think, at the time. It was only out in, like, Japan arcades. Yeah. It wasn't even on consoles yet. So... <laughs> Yeah, but at least then you can like you know what the game is. Yeah. Kinda. You can watch some Japanese matches and be like, "Oh, this would be fun to yeah. watch." But it's like, like there's no way that they just chose to put Samurai Showdown in there. Yeah. Like you know, there's there's the big controversy. People are mad at Leffen for saying games bought their way there. But it's like we like, <laughs> like, okay, Unist made it. 
there because you know almost like the same melee way where it's like a small but passionate yeah. community type thing but samurai showdown a thousand percent bought did. their way there are you kidding like, me yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, i don't i didn't because andrew tells me they have no fucking money but mortal kombat did but like, the samurai on. showdown did like like i could i could you know m- yeah no for like, sure it, it no one knows what samurai showdown is like we we know we know the old school game but we don't know what this incarnation is going to yeah. be like like you know we think third strike is sick that is that didn't mean <laughs> street fighter 5 no, was sick like, no, it, like, it, could, it could be a really bad game for all yeah. we know and here it is taking a spot of like a game that gets hella viewers considering you know yeah whatever it's it's, old it's a thing. whole thing it's a whole yeah. thing evo is i don't think as prominent as it used to be it still has like the same amount of viewers that it does, maybe even more, but I feel like it doesn't necessarily matter as much. I feel like it isn't as influential as it used to be. Yeah, it used to be like the only big tournament. Yeah. Now it's like it's still technically the biggest, but there are plenty like on its. And there, so. there are tournaments that are more fun than it. Like, like you, you put For on, sure. you put on <laughs> Evo and you're watching a fighting game. You put on other tournaments and you're watching fun shit. You're watching good commentators that don't have to be professional you're seeing what fgc really is i think like evo is fgc in suits and every other and like fucking ceo is fgc just doing whatever yeah the, the only reason evo is as big as it is is because it's as a uh, fucking shit is because it's as big as it yeah. is <laughs> it's like it has the clout so you watch it because, because it has the evil. clout it does not it does not do much to retain it the production values aren't the best in the industry the actual being there someone who went to evo is not it's not even top tier in terms of like going there and enjoying it like the the, the structure of the setups and all that is like you know average at best and like it's not a particularly fun tournament to be at shine is much more fun they got more setups um they have like the side brackets and shit yeah. like so it's like not the best tournament by like any on any metric it's yet it's still the biggest just because it's you know, the one evo <laughs> moment 27 yeah. or whatever it is like, <laughs> yeah. you know it's it's got the, it's got the yeah. clout like you know yeah. and it's in vegas it's in, vegas. Which, in the middle <laughs> of the summer in vegas <laughs> yeah it's, it's perfect <laughs> but um i think yeah. that's my evil rant <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, I'm gonna be thinking about this fucking child predator game like forever. <laughs> I wish I could relate. I need. I need. I need to figure this out, man. It's like I can't believe they let me play this. <laughs> I was. I was like in seventh or eighth grade, maybe even like sixth. I don't even know. Somewhere around that middle school age, I was trying to save this girl who was around my like. What the fuck? <laughs> she was. She was my age. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what about the girls fucking playing that game? Yeah. It's weird. I, I'm mad now. <laughs> my computer classes were always crazy fucking boring. We would just do type to learn games and shit like that. And then when the teacher would look away, we'd go on like fucking whatever video game was popular forums and talk the whole time. I'm fairly certain we got a lot of those banned in my school. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I um I remember I uh found almost 
I found a porn site on the front page of Google, like while in the library. I think I typed in. I think I typed in Ebony. Um, oh no! Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> and then I believe, yeah, I remember it vividly. I believe it was EbonySource.com. <laughs> Uh, it was just on the front page of Google, and I was like, "Oh no!" Because like I, I don't remember what the fuck I was looking up, but um, I don't know if that website's still around. Anyways, um, yeah, I remember it just being there and getting like super red, even though I can't <laughs> be red, but, but I, I felt red. <laughs> uh, and I, I I closed my Google super quick and like looked around and hope nobody saw Did it. People see it. No, I don't think I actually. I don't remember if I clicked on the website. Oh, okay. I might have, but um, I just remember it being like the first result on oh, okay, Google, okay. and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> oh God. Um, Everyone in my school was old and white, like all of our teachers. So I, 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 very, I very vividly remember we were talking on a Call of Duty. Clan even the kids. Website. All the kids were ninety <laughs> and white. <laughs> all of our teachers were just old white ladies, and we were talking. On a Call of Duty clan website at the time. Oh, no. And they didn't know what a clan was, so they pulled us aside one day to talk about our gang. (laughs) 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 They thought we were in a gang. And it was the funniest shit of all time. Oh, yeah. They were that old white. It's like, oh, this one's kind of brown yep. looking. Yeah, <laughs> he must be. Who would have thought that I played Call of Duty with all the brown people? All right. Oh, an hour and a half. This is good enough. <laughs> good job, everybody. Good work today. Oh good God, hustle. We did it. I'm still trying to figure out how to fix this Tamagotchi. <laughs> <laughs> You can't. <laughs> Don't say that to well, me. Hold on. Let's see if we can find <laughs> it on eBay. What, what's, what, what is your time? De- death comes to us all. It's the. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the. It's the Tamagotchi Connection version 4. And it's the yellow and green one. It's like 40 bucks on eBay. Version That's when four. we'll find yellow it. And, okay. The Tamagotchi yeah. Connection. Okay, is this. I see it. Is it the one with the fucking weird thing that's like it has glasses? What? This one. Because this one's $100. Oh, I almost put that in the wrong Discord server. Alright. One Kickstarter. sec. <laughs> oh, yep. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one I have. It's $100. <laughs> Alright. I see 80. Boys. <laughs> oh, there's one right under it for 80, yeah. We, we have to Kickstarter the Tamagotchi. I think fund. that's more of a GoFundMe. <laughs> Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> It'll be almost as good as that time where Victor wanted to make a Kickstarter for peanut allergies. <laughs> he wanted to. What about him? He wanted to give people with peanut allergies peanuts <laughs> to kill them. <laughs> That's an excellent use of money. <laughs> I mean, so we wouldn't have peanut allergies anymore. So um, <laughs> oh, that's that's green floral. No, no, no. Is that the right one? Yeah, the one under it is the right one. I thought which one, mine or Pat's? Pat's. Okay. So there are okay. What is that? Yellow and green color. Does it work though? 
It doesn't look like it does. That's still like a hundred bucks. There's like a faint, there's like a little faint pet at the bottom. <laughs> that could just yeah. be the picture. Uh, yeah, they took it with flash on. I don't know for what reason. <laughs> hmm. I don't know if I've ever seen someone use flash effectively in my entire life. I think if I'm gonna get one, it's gonna be the one that's in the package. Yeah, that's 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 a good call because there's a chance that that one would work. <laughs> yeah. I mean the 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 Tomatown isn't even up anymore. It's not like I can do all the fun stuff with it. What what was that? It was this place where you could like send your little Tamagotchi, mm -hmm. and you could <laughs> you can play little online games like Webkins and bring prizes back. Oh, that's a great time. <laughs> I think someone has the codes for it, though. Is that it on its own see. private server somewhere? Tomatown B4 <laughs> codes. Um... Fighting crime. Trying to save the world. And they come just in time. <laughs> the power puff girl. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Power puff. I do have I do have something after do, this. Do, 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 do. After we figure out this Tamagotchi thing. Oh, okay, I guess I'll say there's nothing after yeah, this. I, I, <laughs> this is it. No no I've, all got, of I've the, got a thing to say. All of the things are down. Oh no. Time to make private servers. Yeah, maybe Maybe when my tax refund comes in and I'm feeling like my savings account's nice and hefty, <laughs> I'll think about it. But I did just get one for free off of Instagram. <laughs> Toontown rewritten? Are they making a Can new we... Toontown or did they already make a new Toontown? They already fan. made it. It's a fan. They have a Club Penguin rewritten too. Click, I want to leave. All right, cool. It brought me to the Disney website. <laughs> <laughs> Did it really? Yeah. This is actually a perfect segue. Speaking of Disney, I've been watching mm. a few different animation things lately because I've I've been trying to find I've been trying to rekindle that that and I've recently watched the new Mickey Mouse shorts. I've watched all yes. of them. Now, and yes. that, it's like, that shit fucking blew me away. Like, I just put it out on a whim one day, and it's like some of the best animation I've, like, ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, oh yes. my god. Just, the animation is amazing. It's, the it's fucking, funny. The comedic timing yeah. is insane. It's, like, masterful. Like, oh my fucking like, god. Like, what, the, where, what, what is this? Where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I love watching something just being impressed. Yeah. Like that, and one of my one of my best feelings is just like watching them be like, "Damn, everyone who was working on this was on yeah. fire!" Like, go you! Like, like I just want to, I just want to shake all their hands. Everyone who fucking touched that project. Like, like, my God, so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, when when I heard that they uh, like that like team got the um. The DuckTales reboot, I was like, I'm gonna watch that shit. Oh, they do the DuckTales I reboot? I didn't end up... That yeah, makes sense. Yeah. That's also really good. I, I like, watched, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like almost the entire first season, and then I just didn't do more. 
Maybe I'll go back and do that because that was a great time too. The Ducktales yeah, reboot. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, I yeah. Just everyone forgot. should watch the Mickey Mouse yeah, shorts. It, I, they're I think three they minutes each. Like you can watch them all in a couple hours. Like my God, just some of them. You told me to watch them the other I day. I did. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot they're too. on YouTube. You have no excuse. Like officially on YouTube. <laughs> God, they're so incredible. And I wa- I've been watching two other things. Well, I, I I just started Avatar for the first time. I have never I've never seen mm. Avatar. Like the last, the last Airbender. Last Airbender. I have never seen the last Airbender. And I am I have started watching through that. I got the the Blu-ray thing a couple months ago, and I am starting to watch mm. that right now. What do you think so We've far? Wa- I've watched the first three episodes. And wait wait wait! Can we? Can we make this the official start of our Avatar watch through podcast? Uh, maybe, but I'm gonna rewatch it once and then I'll watch it with you. <laughs> okay, we'll plan this. I'll do it twice. But yeah, I, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. We need to just call it Avatar State. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> no, you call it Avatar State, and you open every episode with yep, yep. yep. No, Pat. Yeah, the, it, uh, that's my favorite end quote. <laughs> Time to Avatar State. Yep, yep. I will. I will keep you posted as I am not far at all. Okay. But yeah, yeah. this is a big deal because there's like, like very infrequently is there like a show from that time that I just haven't watched ever. I don't know what happened. I don't know if like Avatar's time slot, but I was doing other shit. <laughs> but like, <laughs> this is all brand new territory to me. Yeah, that's like the last good Nickelodeon yeah. show. So. And the last thing I've been watching. What happened to Nickelodeon? It's so it's so sad. <laughs> it's yeah. so sad. They they they've they've fallen from grace. Yeah. But Cartoon Network hasn't. Yeah, no, they've <laughs> been crushing it. As much as everybody likes to be like, the shows I watched when I was a baby were better. It's, it's like, like yeah, yeah, but turns out you like shows better when <laughs> yeah, you're children weird. than <laughs> you do when you're It's involved. like actually, but have you watched Gumball? Gumball's better than most of the shit, actually. Yeah. yeah. Gumball's great. Gumball's like maybe the best thing besides this fucking Mickey shorts <laughs> on TV right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the, th- the third piece of animation I've been watching is Dragon Prince, which is on Netflix. Oh, I've been meaning to watch that. Which is co-written by the the last Airbender writers. Yes. And Danica Harrod yeah. does their social media and I love her. Oh, cool. I didn't know that actually. Who that? Um, she used to do social media for Waypoint and then Crunchyroll before that. Mm-hmm. But the show is good. I dislike the animation, though. Like, it doesn't look very pretty, but I really do dig the show. I'm almost done with season two right now. Like, it's got some good writing and some not-so-great animation. So take take that with what you will. Take, take, take what you will out of that. But I do I do recommend it. It's a, it's a great time. Yeah, that... I've been meaning to watch all their stuff because, like I've said many times, uh, The Last Airbender is like my favorite IP, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, probably my favorite anything. Yeah. Um, and yet, I haven't <laughs> followed up with any of the shit that the people who made it have done, which is weird. Like, I need to watch Voltron and I need to watch Dragon I, Prince. I can't so. even tell you how many times I've tried to watch Voltron, but like, I do it at night, and that first episode is an hour and a half, and I fall asleep every time. 
<laughs> like it's so heartbreaking. I have never. I, I've tried to watch Voltron on probably four separate occasions, and I haven't gotten past the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's too it's long. Too, it's too I long. What the fuck, the fuck is... is that? It, it might actually be like forty minutes. I might be exaggerating it. Yeah, yeah. But I do. I just do it too late. And I remember you talked about this recently, but the thing after I finished Dragon Prince that I'm probably going to try to watch next is, was it Over the Garden Wall? Yes, I love Over the Garden Wall. I've never seen that, and I'm I'm probably going to watch that after I finish Dragon Prince. Yeah, I watched it, and immediately I was like, I'm going to rewatch this. I'm going to rewatch this shit every Halloween. Yeah, it's definitely like a fall show, and I really need to to make it like a, a tradition. Okay, now... Follow yeah. question: Should I? Should I? Should I watch it? It follows. Should I watch it now? Absolutely. Wait. Okay. okay. I think the experience yeah. of like being in in the season when the leaves are changing and watching over the garden wall, okay, and having that like mesh is going to be so nice. It's going right. to be so worth it. All right, cool. I will not watch that so, next. I will watch something else instead. <laughs> so here here is an important question: Do you think you will watch it if you put it off for a bit? Huh. If you That's if you can question. trust yourself, <laughs> if Set you can trust yourself to do that, I would say wait. If not, I would just say watch it because it's. I mean, I generally have like a list of shows I want to watch on my phone, so like yeah. put it put it in a Google Calendar. <laughs> yeah, the Octo- second, the October first rolls October around. October watch it. Reminders. October first, we're watching it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But like, I, I generally keep a note for all shows I want to watch, and I go back to it frequently. So I can't imagine I'd forget about it. It's already on there. So I like. Mildly trust myself to watch it in October. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll set a Google reminder to remind <laughs> you. <laughs> but yeah, fuck, that should change my life. I love that show. Like, that shit captured my imagination for like a clean month. Like, it was like all I. It's could like think short about. too, isn't it? Isn't it only like ten episodes, or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a, okay. yeah, it's a okay. mini series. Yeah. Animation, man. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. I was always worried, um, like, as I learned more about animation and, like, the fact that people made it, it would become less magical. Like, that was, like, a worry I had in the back of my head. But I, I'm happy to say that. I feel that like it's the inverse. Because, like, when you're <laughs> a kid, you're just watching a show, yes. and now you realize that people put their souls into it, and you're like, oh my god. I can feel their soul. Yeah, one of the things that blew me away recently is I was watching, um, it was trending on Twitter recently, it was just uh, the voice actors from mm-hmm. Ed and Nettie just doing okay. their shit. And it put into perspective just how amazing each one of yeah. those voices are. Like, every single character is, like, amazing, if you think about it from, like, a, from a vocal standard. Like, they don't sound like people at <laughs> <No>. all. Like... <laughs> Like, there's not a single character who sounds anything remotely like how a person sounds. And there's, oh, like, if I, I just recommend looking up just the Ed and Eddie cast just doing their lines. It's, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, it's also kind of similar to, um, to like, uh, magicians and shit. Uh, I remember, like, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I want to know how they do the, do the tricks i felt that would lose the magic Mm -hmm. quite literally but no i find that shit more fascinating i find like sleight of hand like extremely interesting 
like like like, like the fact that it's not oh it, it happened because magic what but like actually because they're able to expertly move their fingers and like a way to obscure the shit from your line of sight is even cooler than fucking magic <laughs> i um, my sister alexandra got really into this one magician uh well she was home for winter break called i think no break. it was <laughs> shen lin yeah. oh was it was he's that from boston america's got talent guy yeah, okay, yeah. and <laughs> rebecca was like like what like what who is this person and alexandra starts explaining and like showing us videos and stuff she just goes and he's explaining how he got into magic apparently this kid used to be a piano player then he got carpal tunnel syndrome so he started doing card tricks instead <laughs> and <laughs> and we're Excuse watching me? we're watching him do these tricks and he's like really playing up the carpal tunnel thing. <laughs> now he had to give up <laughs> the Boston Conservatory and Rebecca's sitting on the couch. She's like sinking in. She's going, carpal tunnel, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I I loved it. He was a great he was a great magician. Cause he I think he was on that show Fool Pen and Teller. Okay. They like couldn't deconstruct his trick. I love that show. They like, couldn't great. do it. That show that show. I've never been more drawn in watching a fucking show. That shit. Yeah. Oh my god, it's it's so addictive. Like I just want to. I can watch that shit forever. Um. But yeah, okay. So we've been recording yeah. for mad long. I know people have shit to do, so <laughs> I think this is as good a place yeah. as any to cut oh. it. What a great place um, to end it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a right what a great ending. place indeed. If you enjoyed probably the first half of this podcast <laughs> feel free to look at the rest of our shit at lifecast.net um yeah bye and we have other <laughs> shit mm -hmm. there's other stuff on the website we got shows you like and I and we got you like i carly <laughs> <laughs> of course you do you want to hear people dissect it more than it should be yeah, ever definitely more than it should be like more than anybody in that writer's room put thought in for sure and that that's the best part about uh doing what we do <laughs> it's just thinking about shit way harder than anyone else would um yeah so if you enjoy iCarly or want to hear people just like gush about shit they love check out the website maybe we have something for you um yeah this is what we do we just kind of shoot the shit and uh hope yeah. you chill with us bye bye, bye. bye.